0: Welcome to the Julie Salant Podcast, the place to reconnect to your heart and live your soul purpose. This is where you will find inspiring information on how to reconnect to your heart, get into mind-body-spirit alignment, and step into your personal power. Together, we will hear messages from the sacred animal kingdom, discuss how to reframe success that works best for you, and learn to step into divine flow allowing you to do what your soul came here to do. Thank you for being here. And now, let's tune in to today's show. Hey everyone, Julie Salant from Julie Salant Podcast. I am super, super excited today. I have a very special guest. Her name is Charlotte Terrell. She is a confidence coach and owner of Images Motivational Consultant Agency, and they change lives with non-judgmental, creative, tailor-made and divinely directed transformational life coaching and she helps sales leaders and business owners get confident
1: thank you so
0: much for being here charlotte i'm Yay. so happy you're here thank you me too. i'm so <laughs>
1: excited thank you for having me
0: absolutely can you give the listeners a little bit of background on how you became a confidence coach
1: yes i can um Back in, I believe it's like 1999, I was at a conference and I ran across a lady, a lady who was doing groups for women who were lacking in the area of confidence, but more so she was a, a tech savvy person. So she was working on computers and helping them to become tech savvy and to be able to step out into the world knowing, uh, you know, having gained a skill in the com- area of computers. And so I said, well, I could do a self-esteem workshop. Oops. Who said that? Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I love it. And it just kind of morphed from there. Um, you know, I did some workshops for the ladies and they said, not only are we leaving with a skill, but we're leaving feeling like bosses. So that kind of inspired me to take it a little bit further and move forward. Um, I just kind of grew up in a home where whatever you are, no matter whether it's a bean picker, nose picker, goat herder or whatever, you own it and you walk in it. Yeah. And that's just kind of the family that I, I grew up in. And so I was talking to a friend of mine one time and I always, she's a little bit younger than me. And so I'd say that I raised her, <laughs> <laughs> but um, she was saying, how do you get confidence? And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I mean, I know that partially it's an innate thing. It's just kind of who you're surrounded with and the messages messages that you receive. But what I have kind of evolved, the def- definition that I've kind of evolved and adopted as my own is, yeah, you it's innate and you do have people that surround you and messages that you tell yourself from things that you've accomplished. But you become confident by accomplishing skills as you go along the way, you know, whatever accomplishments that you want to acknowledge, you own that. And also whatever messages that you received that were not positive about who you are, change the messages, you know, change those images about who you are and see yourself as the person that you were created to be, because there are no, nobody was created to be a loser. Nobody was created to be a meth head We are like created for greatness. And so we just have to find what that is, take off the mask, don't wear what other people say you need to wear, but be confident in what you know that you can do, you know, and whether it, it, there are no big or small gifts. They're all just gifts. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to just rock and roll with what you got.
0: I love that. And, you know, as women, it's so important because so many of us feel like we do wear masks every day and we're trying to fit into what society mm-hmm. thinks we should look like because, well, you know, let's be honest from the time we're little girls, we see magazines and TV ads and, you know, guys don't have this, but for women it's all about, well, you got to look this way and you got to have this kind of hair. And and I know we've come a long way, but Charlotte, like tell me what you, th- you think you know, as far as a woman of a certain age, if we've gone through this kind of programming, how can we get that confidence if we feel that we're kind of faking it till we make it, but we don't really have it yet?
1: We really have to look at, you know, what is making it. First of all, define what that is. Um, and and really just kind of take the tools that you've gained, especially like you said, once you get to a certain age. And Really, stop looking at whatever everybody else is thinking, what society thinks. What do you think? I mean, you know, I think I'm a pretty darn good chicken fryer. Or yeah, yeah, you know, I, I think I do really well with writing. Or I, I really do well with meeting people and making them feel comfortable. That I mean, that in and, in and of itself is a gift these days, where people are not really kind or really able to communicate well. So if you have a gift to comfort and exhort people, lift them up and encourage them. That's a gift, and so take what you have, look at it, and be proud of it, and then just build on those strengths. You know, We all have strengths. The problem is, no matter what what age we are, we focus on our weaknesses, and that's where the downfall is.
0: Oh, wow. So, I mean, we could talk about this for hours. I mean, this is something that I really truly believe in, is that we have to swap that mindset out of, instead of looking at what we can't do, look at what we can do, right?
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely and we'll find you'll find that you can do more than what you can't do but you just have to do it according to what your what your what do they call it now oh your superpower you have to work according to what your superpower is um I was talking to someone and we were discussing how you know we put on all of these things because you know oh well my guy likes for me to look like this or Um, My mom said that I always look good in green, you know, well, if you don't like green or if you don't feel comfortable with what your guy or your husband or whatever says about how you look or what you, what you're wearing, then that's not what you need to really wear. If you feel like, Hey, you might like me in green, but I think I look darn good in red. So that's what I'm (laughs) going to wear. And so you, you take that and own that. Go ahead. And that takes
0: courage. Yes. yes. And one of the questions, the first questions that um, Charlotte had given me was, why does it take ter- courage to be kind? This is something that I would really love for you to give the listeners your viewpoint on, because we live in a crazy world right now with politics, which I don't talk about. Um, mm-hmm. And just, you know, there's so much junk going on that's not good. So there's a lot of hate going on in the world, right? No matter where you live, no matter what ethnicity you are, no matter what gender you are, Let's talk about what does it take to, to be you know to be kind and to really support people versus tearing them apart.
1: Right. Um first of all, to thy own to thine own self be true. So, you know, as we talked about, just kind of a building block to that um in the precursor is to make sure that you again, you know, you love yourself, um, love yourself as well as your neighbor. So That means everybody's included. So don't just leave yourself out. But if you're loving yourself, then it's easy for you to see somebody that's not having such a good day and giving them a smile. It doesn't cost anything to smile. Um, Having the courage when somebody is teasing, because I mean, you know, we used to think it was funny. Oh yeah, you know, she's got huge hair and we would just, you know, kill ourselves laughing or whatever. But now it's getting to a point where it's just downright mean. Yes. and nobody's having the courage to stand up and say okay you know that's enough we've laughed you know she's not feeling good about herself and i'm not feeling good about her not feeling good about herself so having the courage to stand up and say this is not right this is not good and it, and nobody's feeling good afterwards i mean you know everybody may have laughed but nobody's taking away any inspiration, nobody's inspired, nobody's empowered, everybody's just kind of depleted after the interchange has occurred. And so having the courage to stand up and say, no, we're not doing this, having the courage to be thankful for what you have, having the courage to say yes to what's positive and to say no to things that are hurtful, whether it be hurting others or hurting yourself. And so, all of that is all encompassing, and just being able to say, um, "She's not okay, or he's not okay, and what can we do to make them okay?" Right. What right. Can we do to make the world a better place? And it's it starts with a smile. It could be paying it forward. Um, people like to make reference to random acts of kindness, but I'm of the mind that acts of kindness shouldn't be random. Just do it i mean who cares who's watching or who's not watching right just do it because it's the right thing to do
0: right right and you know it's funny because as you get older you think of this you know you think back on what your parents or your grandparents used to say and my grandmother you always used to say you know you get more um what did she say more flies flies with honey than vinegar right Mm -hmm. so so exactly what you're saying just simple things it doesn't cost anything you can smile and treat everyone the way you want to be treated. We all have bad days, but you know, somebody, when you're in line at Starbucks, you know, give them a smile instead of giving them this look like, what are you looking at me for? And back down at your phone. You know, we, right. we're all guilty of that, right? Cause we're all right. so busy. So yeah. I think taking a moment and just being that, the- yeah. And, and mm-hmm. thinking of people as your neighbor mm-hmm. versus just some random person, because then as your neighbor, you've hopefully got good feelings towards your neighbors and you want to help your neighbors
1: right so we all need help right right and it it also just kind of is attributed to we may not agree on some things but we don't have to be abusive or you know i hate the word bullying because now it's so overused and it's so and it's done so much Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um you don't have to you can agree to disagree but even if you can't even do that it doesn't have to get to a point where you become abusive and mean you know like our grandmothers also taught us if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all yes and in addition to that I've noticed that people are saying well I don't have anything nice to say so I'm not gonna say anything you don't even have to say that (laughs) just don't say anything just zip it yeah you know if you don't have anything nice to say just zip it and you know if yes. the opportunity comes for you to say something nice or something uplifting or something encouraging or even changing the subject, then do that. Yes,
0: know? yes. I mean, how does kindness impact the lives of not only us but those around us?
1: Tremendously. Um I was given I was thinking of an example of a time where um, my husband is a chef, and so I like to call it his ministry. I don't know if he does or not, but I mean, he really likes for people to enjoy the food. How does it taste? You want to know what seasonings I use? I mean, it's kind of <laughs> a big deal to me. I'm just the plain old, you know, just give it to me on a plate dead and I'm going to eat it. But I mean, you know, presentation to him is everything and he wants to serve it and he wants you to smile and really enjoy it. That's a big thing for him. Well, one time, I kind of just, you know, threw some chicken in the oven to bake. And I said, hey, honey, I'm about to go hang out with my friends, but I got some chicken in the oven for you. And when I came home, he wasn't happy. And I was just like, well, I'm not a chef like you. You know, I did whatever. You know, he's like, exactly, you did whatever. Instead of you taking time to make sure that it was palatable, you just threw something in there, and I would never do that to you. And it was just a lesson learned, you know, I may not be a chef. I do all right, you know, I could mm-hmm. do a little bit, and I may not be a chef, but I can do the best that I can. And I think that's what it what it all boils down to just being the best you in whatever situation, giving one hundred percent to the best of your ability, and sometimes your you're one hundred, maybe sixty, but try to give all of what you have to everything so that whenever you're in a situation or whenever you're in a conversation or whenever you're in a, even a conflict, you're seeing that side and helping them to see your side. Well, you know, today is just not a good day for me. So I'm sorry that I didn't give you all that I could, but I, I I didn't give you all that I got, but I gave you all that I could for the moment. So, you know, just really being communicative about and open and transparent and just saying, you know, look, the dog threw up today, and <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm running yep. late
1: for work. I didn't make it to Starbucks. The line was long, you know, so at least have an explanation for why, but at the same time, giving the best that you got in all situations and circumstances,
0: and doing yeah, doing the best that you can as as much as you can, and being right. mindful when you're in a conversation with somebody, you're there a hundred percent, you're not thinking about you know what happened earlier or what's gonna happen later, but you're just trying to right. give your all. Exactly. And I exactly. found that that contributes quite a bit to anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts in terms of you know, some of the factors and some of the people that you've coached that leads to and contributes to anxiety and depression in today's world?
1: Well, because you know, I, I, I'm a strong believer that our thoughts and our words impact our world. So if you're thinking about the next, you know, everything is not roses. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not going around with, you know, birds flying around my head, like, Oh, you know, Susie sunshine. Mm -hmm. But I think that when you're thinking about negative things, you're feeding your spirit things that are not positive, like watching the news or even social media has a way to have a negative impact on you. Even if it's positive, you know, like, well, wow, everybody's living the (laughs) the life O'Reilly and I'm, you know, barely able to squeeze $2 out to get a, a soda out of the pop machine or, you know, yeah. but just really surrounding yourself with things that affirm you. And if you don't, that contributes to anxiety and depression. You start to feel down about yourself. You start start to self-doubt. With depression, I think that sometimes it's not reaching out. It's not showing love. And, you know, this is just a real simple 101 version of depression. I have a therapeutic background, so I know the ins and outs and the deepness of how it can get. And I know that there are neurological things that go on. But just simply put, sometimes depression can be because you are not taking care of your neighbor. And anxiety can come from not taking care of you. Yes. So, making sure that not only are you kind to yourself, but also kind to others and vice versa, and making sure there's a balance of both.
0: And, you know, I was just thinking about this before we got on, we were talking about social media. And, you know, in this perfect, like, Instagram world where everybody looks amazing and everybody's got this perfect car and perfect everything and perfect outfit, and it's not even real anymore. And even if it is real, not everybody's living like that. I feel like that sometimes contributes to... A little bit of anxiety and even yes. depression because people are comparing. Like well, yes. like you said, yes. like you know, I think that's great, but um, damn, I'm not living like Kylie. I don't have a three thousand, three million dollar car, right. um, and so then it makes you feel bad about yourself, no matter how much traction you have and what
1: you've gained. Exactly. exactly. And it makes you be makes you think less, so that the things that would come your way there's a reluctance because what we resist persists. And if we continue to resist, oh, no, this is nothing. Oh, this is just a little Toyota Camry. You know, it's not a Bentley. Well, when you're not thankful for that, then it doesn't open up your heart and your world to more to come. But when you're thankful and you're like, have your hands out, thanking instead of begging, then good things can come Mm -hmm. because you're open to it. And Mm -hmm. so, right. you're exactly right you know it does contribute to to anxiety and it does make it uncomfortable not only for you but for your loved ones because you know somebody sees your phone call and they're like oh no it's Charlotte again (laughs) what's she complaining about today you know blah blah blah, you know I don't want to talk to her today and it just kind of causes relationships to suffer and then it's a vicious cycle because if your Suffer, then you are suffering. And when you are suffering, then your relationships suffer. You know, it's just one big circle of negativity where if you're treating yourself and others well, and if you're surrounding yourself with what's affirmative and not negative, then you have an opportunity to open up to more. Good to come. Right, right. Expect the best to come. Expect good to come. And just realize that you may not have it now, but it it can come and things can get better and you certainly don't want them to get worse.
0: Right. Right. And I mean, what are some ways that the listeners can build confidence and command control in their lives in today's crazy world?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I have suggested before and I'm not afraid to suggest again, Is sometimes just unplug get off of social media, even if it's just for a, a 24-hour fast, get off of social media, don't watch the news for an hour, I mean, for a day, Um and just, you know, put on the music that you love, put on some good old, you know, whatever gets you up and moving, <clears throat> being thankful, like I said, for everything, and realizing that even the small things are good things, you know, Um thanking God for your fine motor skills. I can actually pick up a pen and sign a check when that big check comes or assign a big contract when it comes, or I can get on the floor and play with my kids, or I can enjoy taking my dog out for a walk. So being thankful, mm-hmm. that builds confidence. Staying in your lane builds mm-hmm. confidence mm-hmm. because I could say all day, well, I don't, do um oh for instance with with my back to my husband again well I don't make lasagna like he makes it no I don't but I make it the way I make it and yes either I can learn from him and just kind of embrace what he has add it to my mix and make it that way or I can just love my lasagna the way it is but either way it goes Be proud of your accomplishments, no matter how big or how small. Don't compare yourself to other people. You know, Julie might have it going on and, you know, she might be healthy and that may be what I aspire to, but I may not be there yet. But I went for a day without having to take my blood pressure medicine. So that's an accomplishment. You know, the doctor says that I could scale back on it. So, I mean, you know, just look at all of your accomplishments. Be thankful. Stay in your lane and be proud of what you've done and who you are and know that there is no one else in this world that can do what you do or be who you are. A lot of times we tend to focus on being human doings Mm -hmm. and human gettings instead of being human beings and just be, just Mm -hmm. be. Yeah, be happy where you are.
0: You know, this is so interesting to me because I recently went through this myself, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. And it was reframing success. Mm-hmm. And so, as a you know, coach, no matter what you do, um, I had always thought of success one way. Success mm-hmm. to me was money in the bank and clients. Mm-hmm. And my coach said you know you have wins every day and i'm like what are you talking about you know whatever like i don't know she's like first of all you get up out of bed that's a win i'm like i don't really consider that a win she's like well you know think about people in hospitals think about people as you said that can't walk right so think about you know if you had a healthy breakfast that's a win if you reached out to somebody that it does in other words as you said, you're being grateful for the little things. And I actually started keeping a little diary and yeah. every day, like I actually pat myself on the back. and like, that's a win. That's a win. Because yep. what happens is if you don't do that and you think of uh, success in only one way and it's not happening, you could go days and months. And then after a while, you're like really down on yourself because you haven't yeah. had a quote unquote win. What are your right. thoughts on that? Do you think- right. think that's
1: absolutely absolutely that's right on track with what I believe and you know sometimes you're spending time with your family and you're thinking about oh no I need to make sure that I get this contract instead of enjoying the moment with our children I mean you know children don't stay 10 forever Mm -hmm. you know so the moments that you miss are gone for good so success at that moment is being with your child or being with your loved one and enjoying, you know, sharing a cupcake, you know, that's a win. Yep. Some people wish they had somebody to share their lives with. Somebody wish they had, you know, a friend that they could just be themselves with and be transparent and not be judged. Yep. So that's success. But like you said, success is not just, well, actually success could be money in the bank. How much money does it have have to be for it mm. to consider success for you? Yeah. Um, how many, you know, you may have one client who's loyal and who is paying whatever they're paying and you may want 10, but you have that one. So are you going to not be happy with the one just because you don't have the, the, not the rest of the nine yet, or are you going to be happy with the one and then continue to do what you have to do to get the rest of the nine? Right. So it's just all about perspective, you know, and like you said, not looking at things one way, not looking at the glass, like they say, half empty, but half full.
0: Yeah. And, and putting a new lens on what success means to you. And maybe, maybe sometimes there's a disconnect because if you're thinking about, uh, say you're driving a Honda, for example, and let's just pretend that you want a Lamborghini. Cause I do, I want a Lamborghini someday. That's my dream okay. car or a Bentley. That's my dream car always has okay. been, but if you, it's good to dream big, but do you find that there's a disconnect if you're always reaching for something so high instead of maybe the next step?
1: Right. What do yes. you think about that? Absolutely. I think that it's important to, not only take small steps, but to take realistic steps, you know, maybe the next car, if you're driving a Honda, the next one will be an Acura mm-hmm. and then moving on from an, cause I think what is in the Acura, like the Lexus of Honda. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, you know, maybe moving on to the next best thing and, you know, really taking care of what you got right now. And then moving on to the next best thing when you can. And, you know, as long as we have time, we can't get time back. But one thing we have is we have the right now to do what we can to get to the goals that we want to set. So being thankful for what we have right now and looking forward to moving to the next thing. But what are the steps in between the Honda and the Bentley? Yeah. What do we need to get from there to here? Well, from here to there and happily travel on that journey to get there because the
0: journey's where it's at everybody which took me a long long time and decades to learn it's the journey it's not getting there and you won't get there unless you're happy here
1: <laughs> right right and don't dread the process. I mean, we all have to go through the process. And I think in the past week or so, I've heard about the cocoon and the caterpillar and the butterfly like two or three times. So that must be a message that I need to share today. Yes. Um, many people know, and some may not know, that once the caterpillar goes into the cocoon, if you help the caterpillar by, I'm going to break it free and let it out, it dies because yes. it hasn't completed the process. And that's what we have to do is we have to go through the complete process and there will be help that comes along the way. And, you know, like Julie and I, I have a couple of coaches myself as a coach, we have, we don't have like one person that can tell us everything in the process. Right. There's one person that tells us this and then we glean from that person And then we glean from that person. And I think that's really part of the divine design is that we not only just have this one person that's our go-to, but it's a community of people that create a culture. Yes. We go to the community and we get from this person and we give to that person and, you know, and so on and so forth. And so that it becomes the cocoon, that's a safe place. But once we emerge from the cocoon, we are beautiful butterflies flying around, sharing our love, our joy, our peace, and our gifts. I love
0: that. It must be a theme because I've been seeing butterflies like crazy for the last two weeks. It's been bananas. They're all over the place.
1: I know.
0: So there's got to be something there. And maybe it's the awakening that people are starting to wake up, thank goodness, on the planet. Mm -hmm. And no matter where you are in your journey, that it's okay, you know you don't, you don't need to be again. Don't compare yourself with somebody that's been doing what you want to do for ten years and they have all the success, um, like I say, Marie Forleo who's a very successful yes. entrepreneur, right? Everybody yes. loves her like an Oprah. Well, right? Guess what? They they did it for years before they right. finally got a break. So mm-hmm. you got to think about the in between stages and. That brings me to divine timing and a funny little story I want to share with, with everybody, if that's all right, Charlotte, it's just about us kind of getting together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Cause we both believe in divine timing, right? So there's a yeah. timing for everything. And I had tried to have her on the show earlier and then stuff happened on my end and then it just wasn't working out. And so this is kind of like our second, third try and it mm-hmm. finally worked today. So I'm so thankful,
1: but mm-hmm. we both
0: agreed that it's okay, it's it's gonna happen when it's meant to happen. Talk about well, that, I'd love to, for you to talk about loop. that.
1: Yes, I mean, I was thinking that I was ready to be this seasoned wife, I thought that years ago, like I am ready now, where is Mr. Right, where is he? <laughs> but i think that you know that's just a prime example of being being ready because there are things now that the charlotte back then probably wouldn't have been as prepared for or as seasoned for in marriage and even with our meeting and our being able to get together i think that there are things that we've shared on this show today that we couldn't have shared at that time. And these are nuggets that somebody may have needed today, but they may not have gotten then. Mm-hmm. Yep. So everything that we have in, in its, in its divine time and its season is it's the perfect season for whatever it is. So just because, like you said earlier, just because you don't have it today and you want it like 10 years ago, doesn't mean that, one, it's not coming. It doesn't mean that it's not coming. It may still be on the way. And two, if you don't have it now, that means it may not be yet time, but continue to prepare for it and make the steps, take the steps towards getting it.
0: And it may look different than what you think it's going to be. Because we want to give out the, the gratitude brings in the allowing and we want to allow the universe to give you what you want um, in any way, shape, or form, because if you just think like I was thinking about success you 're thinking about it one way, then all the ninety eight other million ways you can have success won't come to you because you're right. thinking you're near you're tying the hands of the universe right
1: absolutely, absolutely.
0: what are some problems that you've observed with communication and how these interactions have impacted people in general and I know
1: that 's a loaded question, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a big one. <laughs> I think that messages get lost in translation and it impacts people in the workplace. It impacts people in their places of worship. It impacts people in even in their families because they may or may not intend to say something a certain way, but it's interpreted in a different way. And I think for me, from what I've observed not only are people's messages misconstrued, but also people don't realize that their message is being misconstrued. So I may be saying, for instance, um, how long? When when once a family member comes from out of town, you might just be wanting to know how long you're going to be able to enjoy them, but it comes out as how long are you going to be here? Like how, I, how are you- long are you going to stay? <laughs> like, when are you leaving? Just so but I can that's, prepare myself. That's, what, that's right. what the unsaid word is. Just so I can exactly. prepare myself, whether that's right. positive or negative, right? Right. right. <laughs> but, you know, just being careful in timing when you say things, how you say things, and to whom you say things. Like, you know, if I had a miscarriage, I might not want to know about the, the, blessing of childbirth at that time. That's right. I just had a miscarriage. So can you just be a little sensitive to the fact that I may not want to hear about that. And it's a great thing for you and I'm not hating on you, but it just may not be the right time to say something like that. So being cognizant of the time and making sure that your message is clear. And sometimes, you know, we learn in, in therapy that when you're listening to a client, you repeat what they say to make sure that you're clear on what they're trying to say to you. Because you may feel like, well, she's just saying that she, you know, is tired of her life and she wants to kill herself. But no, she's just saying that she's tired of, tired of her specific circumstance. But you have to be clear what is the message that she wants you to have? and make sure that you're asking the right questions to understand that. And it kind of alleviates stress and anxiety and depression when you're clear on what you're saying and clear on what you're hearing.
0: Yes, exactly. Who are the main people that you help and what kind of help do they come to you for? Is it just for confidence? Because I'm feeling like you have a lot more to share than just confidence. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i really i like to use the three c's actually in my program, and that is communication coping, and confidence, so we really talk about um um the people that I help are p- usually busy i don't like to say business people because then educators will say, okay well that I'm not a business person, I'm an educator or I'm not a educator, I'm a preacher, you know so busy people, period. And that's pretty much all of us. Everybody. (laughs) Yep. That's everybody. (laughs) Right. Um, And women, although I have had some men to come and ask me about things in particular areas, particularly in work, you know, why is it that my team continues to have a high turnover? What am I doing wrong? You know, so what, what can we do to kind of change, not the person, but change just, their approach
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and how they um, interact with people. You know, we can't, it's not a one size fits all for everybody. I can't talk to Julie the way I talk to Sandra and I can't talk to Sandra the way I talk to Sam because we all have different communication styles and it's important to observe those styles. If you're not Mm -hmm. a jokey type person and I am, it's not that I have to change who I am. But I mean, I joke so much with you because that's just not your thing. You know, we might have shorter conversations because I like to joke (laughs) a lot. Me too. Me too. Life's too serious. You got to laugh sometimes. I know you got to laugh. Especially in what we
0: do guys. It can get heavy. So we want to.
1: Absolutely.
0: And again, that's back to what Charlotte's saying about delivery, right? You don't want them to, you don't want we don't want as coaches anybody to think that we're laughing at them. That's not right. but what we're trying to do is maybe break the ice with somebody the first time or just a little bit. It just creates a little camaraderie and we're kind of on the same page and we're here to help each other. But
1: like you know, Charlotte's saying, that's all about being self-aware, right? And not taking yourself so seriously. Yeah, Ooh. jeez. Um, you know, I laugh at myself all the time because, I mean, I'm funny.
0: Well, if more people laughed laugh at themselves, the world would be a better place, especially the people <laughs> on TV lately, I'll tell you that.
1: I know, I man. know, calm down, man. Have a, oh, Lord,
0: have I can't a even watch the TV lately. I can't even watch, I can't watch CNN. I can't watch Fox because every day it is just so much it is literally hate coming out of the TV. Yes. And yes. I I am not going to take it in and then give it to somebody else. I'm not doing Absolutely.
1: it. Absolutely. it's It's poison. It's actually poisoning it our society as a whole and... You know, people are just afraid to even function because of what they're watching. Okay, well, what's going to go? What's going to happen next? You know, this has happened. They dropped this bomb and we're dropping this bomb. And maybe it's a verbal bomb or maybe it's an actual bomb these days. Yeah. But, you know, really being cognizant of, you know, what you're feeding your spirit.
0: I um, think being self-aware is so yeah. important, right? So as Charlotte was saying, right, the things that you're saying to you, let's talk about, okay, I'm going to address a big one. I'm going to throw a curveball at you, but I know you're ready. We're going to talk a little bit about self-talk because again, as women, right? I was, and I'm mm-hmm. sure maybe you Charlotte were always conditioned to, you know, we got to be thinner. We got to have better hair. We got to have our makeup mm-hmm. done. You hear it all the time in songs today. Anyways, it's not back yeah. today. It's, it's still now. Yeah. You look at any video, everybody's got the perfect bod, whether it's fake or not, you know, um, we won't even go there. We're not going to even talk about that. (laughs) Right. Right. But, um, but that puts a lot of pressure on us. So then your internal dialogue changes to, you know, I'm not good at this and, um, you know, I am too fat. And even if you're going to the gym, I've literally sat, in the car, at the gym, and been like, you know, will this really make a difference? Now, that kind of sucks right there, because Mm -hmm. that's just not the right kind of talk. And I know we all say it, but how can we actually change that, Charlotte? How can we really make that change and be positive and talk to ourselves nicely?
1: Right, right. I know. We treat everybody nice but ourselves. Yes, we do. Yeah. And uh, I think that really... um... Thinking about one, thinking about what you're saying. What are you saying? Would you just say this to anybody else? What would you trust you with you? And are you really saying and treating yourself the way that you should? And changing that, I guess it's monologue when you're talking to yourself, it's not a dialogue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope mm-hmm. not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're changing what you're saying. Okay, well, you know what? No, I'm not 120. But I want to be as healthy as I can be at this size and take care of the body that I have. And Hey, I lose five pounds. Great. I lose three. Great. Even if I just lose one, great. That's better than losing none and sitting on the couch, just binging on, you know, cupcakes all day. Yep. So changing not only what you say, but how you treat yourself instead of doing things that you know, will hurt your ultimate outcome try to do something different like you said you know i'm not gonna i'm not feeding myself fox or cnn i'm not doing it i'm just not gonna watch that negativity because it takes my mind to dark places that i don't want to go yeah it does
0: for me it does
1: yeah and i think for a lot of people it does so watching what you watch watching what you listen to if you have You know, we love our parents. You only get one mama and one daddy. But, you know, in certain circumstances, it may just be a good time to take a, not a vacation where you just don't talk to, I'm not ever talking to my dad again, but I mean, hey, if your dad calls you fat all the time or your dad says, hey, your hair sucks, uh, you need to cut it. Maybe if you're in a place where you're trying to get to get some footing, you just kind of avoid Conversations or long conversations with people that don't make you feel so good. People that kind of hurt you or make you second guess your journey and how you're taking your journey.
0: And sometimes, if you can create a ritual around, especially if you work alone, because a lot of healers mm-hmm. uh, and sensitives and coaches work alone by themselves yeah. until they're with their client. Uh, yep. Create a ritual, and I have one, which is you know I have a page of positive affirmations that I say I every day, right? That, and then I open my know. Bible, whatever, whatever works for you. Putting on <laughs> some good music and dancing around, like honestly, sometimes you have to power through that stuff. Yes, you do, and, and you shake just have it to pick off. yourself up, right? And yep. shake it off, and yep. just be like, listen, yep. maybe I'm having a moment here, or maybe I'm having a bad day, but I'm going to do my very best to get out of this right now because you want to stay in gratitude and you want to stay happy. And the only way to do that is to really think about what you're saying. So, you know, we know our subconscious mind runs the show. So when you get a negative thought, know that if you're seeing it, that's probably an opportunity to make a positive change.
1: Right. And you immediately redirect those negative thoughts and those negative words. If you hear yourself saying something that will negatively impact your psyche, then you zip it don't say that but change it to i'm uh, instead of i'm a loser i'm a winner i'm an yep. overcomer yep and and believe it and think about the times where you have won think about the times where you have overcome and find affirmations that are true to you you know i know that i am the bomb at talking i can run my mouth you know so that's those a gift are yeah. No, it is. That's a that, I like to say that I'm loquacious because it's a fancy word and some people don't know that it means that you talk a lot.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. I learned something today. I like that
1: word. <laughs> does it sound fancy? It does. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, really finding things that are true to you, true about you, that you can say and believe and know. And affirm, you know, and when those dark moments come, and they will, like Julie said, dance it off. I I know I was teaching a music class one time, and um, I just pulled out some scarves and put on music and gave all the kids a scarf. And we were all just dancing around the room before the end of the day. I don't even remember what I was in a funk about because I danced it off. And, you know, it just didn't matter anymore. Yeah. So do what you have to do to get out of it. If it means, okay, I've been in my office all day. I'm sick of these four walls. I gotta get out and go take a walk. Yeah. Have a coffee. Or um call up a friend. Hey, what you doing? I didn't want anything. I just wanted to hear your voice. You know, do whatever you have to do to get out of that funk and immediately redirect those negative words and thoughts.
0: I love that. I love that. And it's uh, really important if you're sitting at your desk for a long time to go out and just take a little walk or, you know,
1: walk in nature. I got these reports to do. I've got this to do. I, I can't afford to get up right now. Yes, you can. You can't afford not to because if you sit there, you wind up making stupid mistakes that you wouldn't make if you had just taken five. Just take five.
0: You'll, you'll actually be more efficient when you come back. Mm-hmm.
1: To be mm-hmm. honest with mm-hmm. you,
0: because you need yep. your, a chance for your brain to clear and for your, yep. you know, to mentally just change where you're at. So you're going to be clearer rather than putting all that pressure on yourself. Sometimes you just need a break.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: What do you have any uh, tips that you could give to the listeners who may feel like, you know, I'm driving that Honda, but I want that Bentley and I know I need to go to the next step with my life, with my, you know, goals and you know, whatever, it may be professional, it may be personal. Do you have any next steps that they could take to help them transition to a next, you know, up-level their life?
1: Yeah, I think that it's important to, as you're dreaming, sometimes we dream and we dream big, and that's always a good thing, I think. But I think that sometimes in dreaming big, we don't realize that in, within that big dream, there are little bitty steps that we could take. Like, we may not be able to um, get get a call or get an interview with Oprah, but we can get on maybe a local TV show mm-hmm. and maybe send an an, an email to the, because everybody is accessible these days, nope. Yeah. Yes. That's the good thing about social media and technology. Right. Yeah. Everybody can be reached, but maybe, you know, send an email to, or send a a letter to Harpo studios. Um, I I may not be able to get the Bentley this, this year, but maybe in the next five years, I'm going to put aside, a hundred dollars every month. I mean, you know, I, I know it's going to be way more than a hundred, but I'm just saying put yeah. something aside every month for the next five years. And by then I'll have whatever you calculate it out to be. And that will be the down payment that I need. Yeah. You know, um, I could sell the Lexus and then I could have this money to the side. And with the two of those things, I can get my Bentley. Yep, or sell a house and live in the Bentley.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do that too. <laughs> or maybe you want to just change it up, and you could say, you know what? I'll give all that up, and I can just live in a little place near the beach, and I'll be happy. I'll exactly. Change.
1: Exactly. You can change. Don't forget, guys.
0: You can change your priorities. You can change that lens and
1: reframe success to exactly. whatever you want it to be. Absolutely. Anytime. Absolutely. And nobody really has to know your dream, but you. And so if only you knows it, then you can change it. That's right. You know, maybe I don't want that now. And maybe I want this now. And so you aim for that, but you can tweak it along the way and whatever works. And maybe you don't need cable. You can cut off cable and just have regular TV with an antenna and that, you know, that'll probably put a couple hundred dollars in your pocket. Easily.
0: (laughs) I got to figure out a way to get rid of that. I'm telling you a couple hundred bucks each month. That's a lot of damn money. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed having Charlotte here. Charlotte, what, uh, what would you like to leave the listeners with? Any tips, any advice you have, or what would you like to leave them with today?
1: I think the biggest thing is to learn to laugh at yourself. To be free enough to be okay with where you are. It may not be where you want to be, but it's not where you were. And it's definitely not where you're going. And like my dad always says, you don't lose until you quit. Oh, wow.
0: That's a good one.
1: Yes. Keep striving for that prize. Reframe and tweak whenever you need to. And just be, instead of being, like I said, a human doing, be a human being and just be.
0: I like that. I like that. Thank you for being here, Charlotte. Charlotte Terrell, she's amazing, the Confidence Coach. I'm going to have all the links below so that you can reach her. Uh, Images Motivational Consultant, I'll have her LinkedIn. And I've got Twitter. I've got Facebook. I've got Instagram. And I've got Pinterest. So please reach out to her. She yeah. is wonderful at what she does. Obviously she can hold some really great space for you to change and make some positive changes in your life and Absolutely. really go in the right direction. So thank you for being here, Charlotte. I love talking with you. I'm so glad we could do this today.
1: Me too. You have a great day, Julian. Let's do it again.
0: Yay! All right. Thanks Yay. everybody. Take care. Thank thanks you. everybody. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.